Hello, everybody, and welcome to the final 1853 podcast of Monmouth College of the 2017-18 school year. I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing, and this is the 1853 podcast, a program in which we tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding national liberal arts college. And we try to get it done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. In this edition number 35 of the 1853 podcast of Mama's 2017-18 school year, we'll wrap up with a look back on what has been another very successful year at Monmouth College. And who better to review the year with us than Mama's own historian, Jeff Rankin. Jeff will also look ahead. He'll give us a preview of the summer edition of the Monmouth College magazine. That's scheduled to head to the printer in mid-July, and you can look for it in your mailboxes in early August. We'll also chat with Monmouth Sports Information Director Dan Nolan. Dan is the man behind MonmouthScots.com, your home for all things Fighting Scots related on the World Wide Web. Dan will also look back on the 2017-18 school year in what was quite simply an outstanding one for Monmouth College Athletics. This is the Monmouth College 1853 podcast, and I'm Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Before we chat with this week's guest, a couple of reminders and shout-outs. Early in June, the annual Golden Scott celebration was held on campus, and what an incredible four days it was. This year's Golden Scott celebration paid special recognition to members of the classes of 1973, 1968, 1963, and 1958. More than six dozen very noble Scots returned to campus for what has become a wonderful summer event on campus. The weekend included talks, dinners, receptions, stargazing, and a Saturday night dance. You can read more about it, and you can also check out several dozen photos from the weekend, as well as watch videos of some of the talks by going to the front page of the Monmouth College website, which of course is monmouthcollege.edu. Scroll down to the Golden Scots graphic and click on it. Of course, the annual Golden Scott celebration would not be possible without the tremendous and incredible work of the very talented folks in Mama's alumni office. A big shout out to Director of Development and Alumni Engagement, Hannah Maher, and her colleagues in that office. Everything they do is quite simply first class. couple weeks after Golden Scots, Monmouth welcomed more than 200 members of the class of 2022 to campus for Scott Summer Orientation on Saturday, June 23. That day was also a lot of fun because it was the college's first opportunity to meet the greatest number of freshmen who will be entering Monmouth in this fall, many of whom were, were accompanied by their family members. You can check out more than 125 pictures from that momentous day on the college's Flickr page, and that's located at flickr.com slash mammothcollege slash albums. Of course, with the arrival of summer, we are now in the midst of youth camps. The 38th edition of the College for Kids just wrapped up another very successful two weeks, and now the sports camps are kicking it into high gear. The second annual Lux Summer Theological Institute for Youth is also on the horizon. That will take place in the middle of July. In short, there's a lot happening at Monmouth, even in the summer months. (music) 
We'll begin the interview portion of this podcast by checking in with college editor and historian Jeff Rankin. He'll help us look back on what was another great school year at Monmouth. As Jeff observed, the college's leadership continues to be strengthened. This year we've uh, welcomed two new vice presidents, uh, Laura Hutchinson um, in student affairs and John Osterlund in development. Um, So uh, we continue to bring in some uh, fresh, talented people to uh, add to our uh, already uh, impressive staff. Uh, I think one of the big stories of the year was in athletics, and we uh, were able to capture five uh, sports titles uh, starting with football and then basketball and baseball and indoor and outdoor track. I mean, it's just a remarkable uh, uh, year um, in, in our really growing uh, uh, legacy of athletics at Monmouth. Later in the program, we'll hear more about that remarkable year in athletics from Monmouth Sports Information Director Dan Nolan. 2017-18 was also a year of academic first at Monmouth College. And out our first graduates in our triads of food security and, and global public health. Um, these are students that really got interested and involved in these, these growing areas that Monmouth is pursuing. And so it was kind of exciting to see that th- this triads uh, idea that really just started a few years ago is really starting to uh, gain momentum and pay off. Other news highlights of 2017-18 included seeing students publish another edition of COIL, the college's arts magazine, and also the Midwest Journal of Undergraduate Research. Two editions were published, one from the conference from last school year, and then, of course, the regular issue that comes out every spring. Mama students continue to serve the region in many ways. A great example is the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program. More than 500 area residents were served by this free program that helps them do their taxes, and that's led by accounting faculty members Judy Peterson and Connie Mersch. We also had several dozen speakers visit the campus this school year, along with another season of wonderful productions from the talented folks in Monmouth's theater program. The Monmouth community also said goodbye to several people at the end of the school year. The Wackerly Career Leadership Centers Rhonda Spence retired, as did Hughes Library Director Rick Sayre and his wife, Mary Phillips. She's ably served as curator of the college's art collections. Longtime athletic staff member and Monmouth alumnus Roger Sander also hung it up at the end of this school year, as did mathematics and computer science professor Marta Tucker. She helped pioneer the college's computer science program. And we also say good luck to David Timmerman. David left his position as Monmouth's Dean and Vice President of Academic Affairs to become Provost and Chief Academic Officer at Carthage College up in Wisconsin. But of course, the biggest story of the school year was commencement. Monmouth's 160th commencement ceremony sent 266 newly minted Noble Scots into the world. You can read more about that and everything else that happened during 2017-18 in the news section of the Monmouth College website. And of course, that address is monmouthcollege.edu slash news. As Jeff Rankin mentioned, the 2017-18 school year was truly a banner one for Monmouth College athletics as five teams won a Midwest Conference title. 
football, men's basketball, baseball, and indoor and outdoor track and field. And a couple of individual national titles were won as well. Taking one final look on a year in which the Fighting Scots rolled is Monmouth Sports Information Director Dan Nolan. He's the person behind MonmouthScots.com, your official place on the World Wide Web for all things Fighting Scots related. Be sure to check out that website because there's a great story about the top 10 athletics moments of 2017-18. As Dan says, it was another great year for track and field at Monmouth in 2017-18. Track had a great year again, uh, nothing out of the ordinary. Uh, Dan Evers, though, uh, wow, uh, <laughs> a two-time national champion. Uh, he's only the uh, the third man uh, at Monmouth to win two national titles, and Incidentally, uh, he has won Monmouth's fifth national title in the pole vault. Uh, Johnny Hankins won two of those. Uh, uh, of course, Dan just wrapped up with his second. And then uh, before uh, Johnny Hankins, it was uh, Peter Sprecher uh, winning a national title in the pole vault. So it was a great year f- for uh, the track team. Dan Evers now a six-time All-American. Uh, what a, a great year he came in as a, a small freshman, uh, barely clearing 13 feet, and, and now as a national champion, uh, 17 feet, 8.5 inches outdoors. Uh, spoke with Coach Haynes about that, and he said, you know, what a transformation, and, and really he showed some indications of that his freshman year in the outdoor season. Uh, well, jumped over 14 feet, and, and uh, just the progression was dramatic year after year. As Dan points out, Monmouth baseball had great performances on both the team and the individual level. You know, things wrapped up for baseball, not uh, quite getting to the College World Series, but still a great year. And Grant Myers uh, wrapped up his uh, year in in fine fashion, uh, named All-American by uh, the uh, Association of Baseball Coaches. Uh, And uh, he was also a two-time All-American, D3 Baseball.com named him an All-American also, and he actually became the first baseball All-American for Monmouth College. We've had some pretty good ones that have signed pro contracts, so that's saying quite a bit. And Dan says that the 2017-18 school year was full of so many great memories for the Fighting Scots faithful, it's almost hard to catalog all of them. You know, I think about uh, the football team, but then women's soccer, too. Uh, boy, they qualified for the conference tournament, and, and by his own admission, uh, Nick Rizzo, the head coach, a year ahead of schedule. So really excited about that, and then knocked off the number one seed, St. Norbert, in not just double overtime, but in a shootout on St. Norbert's home turf. So that was huge, a, a huge step forward. Uh, and then, you know, we uh, we go through the the winter season and and and, and swimming uh, Preston Boki uh, freshman force two-time conference champion uh, that was big for uh, Tom Burek's swim team and looking for more next year as as Boki becomes a sophomore and has more experience you know the men's basketball team uh, what a great year and they showed an indication of what was coming when they knocked off defending champion St. Norbert I believe that game was in overtime here and then went on won the uh, the regular season and then won the uh, the tournament title which carried with it an automatic NCAA berth. So that was really a great winter for us. Uh, we got into the uh, the spring season. You know, we had the great baseball season. Track one again, uh, no surprise there. Uh, and then uh, men's lacrosse doubled their win total from a year ago. And then women's uh, uh, water polo ranked 
10th in the uh, in the nation first time ever in a five-year program uh, that's a huge step forward and of course we we graduate a lot of seniors we've got a lot of kids coming back so uh, just really the the whole year was uh, a memorable year for us a lot of events a lot of, of positives and something maybe we can build on going into next year that's Dan Nolan, Monmouth College Sports Information Director and the person behind MonmouthScots.com, your home for all things Fighting Scots related on the World Wide Web. You can follow all the happenings at Monmouth College Athletics over the summer by following them on Twitter at MCFightingScots. And this is a good place in the podcast to remind you of the myriad of ways in which you can follow Monmouth College throughout the social media spectrum this summer. The college's main Facebook page is facebook.com slash monmouthcollege. The college's main Twitter account is at Monmouth, and the college is on Instagram at Monmouth College. If you're on Snapchat, be sure to follow Monmouth on Snapchat at This Is Monmouth. And for your summer music soundtrack, be sure to dial up Monmouth College on Spotify. Now let's get back to our conversation with college editor and historian Jeff Rankin. The summer edition of the Monmouth College magazine, which Jeff edits, will arrive in homes in August. And while the summer issue will be full of news of recent events at the college, much of the issue will also look back to 1968. So um, it, it, just in general, 68 uh, was, was a, a fascinating time. It was a kind of a scary time for a lot of people, but it was also uh, kind of a hopeful time because uh, there were so many uh, possibilities in, in store as the college kind of moved forward to... Uh, Jeff says that for a number of reasons, 1968 was certainly a year of change for the nation as well as for the college. The 1968 uh, 50th reunion and 1968 by all accounts was a watershed year uh, in the history of uh, race relations, uh, military, uh, economic, uh, you know, cultural about every aspect you can think of. And that was true also at Monmouth College as we were transitioning to a whole new uh, era in the college's relationship with the church, with uh, the, the future of liberal arts colleges and that sort of thing. So uh, we are going to do a cover story on uh, 50 years uh, after 1968, what lessons have been learned. Um, we were able to interview some of our returning uh, alumni from that year over our recent uh, Golden Scots uh, celebration, and uh, also talked to some experts uh, in in the college who uh, who have some perspective on 1968. So I think it'll be an interesting uh, story, a little different from some of the ones we've uh, tended to uh, focus on in recent years, and. Um, I, I really think uh, it, it's a nice opportunity to kind of look back on uh, where we've come and uh, not just at the college, but in the nation. Like many other U.S. colleges and universities, Jeff says that Mama started to experience changes in 1968, albeit not as radical as what took place at some other college campuses. One of the bigger cities and bigger universities, but there was still a, a sense that that things were really changing and that there were, uh, you know, we, we had a lot, an awful lot of students from the East Coast, uh, a lot from cities like New York and, and Chicago, 
and they they had seen what was going on as far as uh, uh, peace demonstrations, as far as uh, Martin Luther King, and uh, then the whole political uh, situation with with Vietnam and the and the elections in '68. So um, you know, Monmouth was changing, and it it had uh, grown greatly in the earlier part of the '60s from. Uh, sort of the post-war when the GI Bill came in and the college started to uh, really modernize and and uh, experience growth like it had never seen before, and uh, with the with the uh, presidency of Duncan Wimpress, which began in 1964, there was a whole new sense of of Monmouth College, what it might become. There was an emphasis on the sciences, as there were at a lot of colleges. Uh, we had a brand new science building under construction, a uh, new library, and um, again, we were drawing heavily from the East Coast, and that would all kind of change in the 1970s with a lot of, uh, of uh, really uh, dramatic uh, uh, changes as far as uh, what Monmouth College uh, could expect. During this summer's Golden Scott celebration, Jeff spent a lot of time with members of the class of 1968, and he says they recalled their time on campus quite fondly. Uh, they just had a, a wide range of experiences. I, I think the one thing common was they really enjoyed, in general, they uh, they really uh, valued their experience at Monmouth College. So many of them who went on to pursue degrees uh, felt that they were so well prepared here. They learned how to write. They learned how to uh, to think uh, uh, in a really uh, clear and methodical uh, way. Their their professors pushed them. Uh, they didn't feel like they were uh, just part of this large group. They felt like they were an individual that their faculty members, uh, you know, took a personal interest in. And you know, and to some extent, even. Um, you know, uh, w would push them and say, hey, you're not working up to what you, your uh, abilities are, or they'd come to their room and say, why aren't you at class, <laughs> you know? So uh, it, it was just um, really a fascinating uh, week weekend to to spend with some of these people who are who have gone on, a lot of them, to, to do really big things in a wide variety of professions. That's Monmouth editor and historian Jeff Rankin previewing the summer issue of the Monmouth College magazine, which will focus on 1968 at the college. Look for it in your mailboxes starting in early August. And that's going to be a 30 for this year's 35th and final edition of Monmouth College's 1853 podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this program because we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Although the campus is far from dormant this summer, the podcast will take a break until late August when we will return to tell you about the people, events, programs, and history that make Monmouth an outstanding National Liberal Arts College. And we'll try to get it done in about 18 minutes and 53 seconds. Until our first edition of the 2018-19 school year, this is Dwayne Bonifer in the Monmouth College Office of Communications and Marketing. Thanks so much for listening. So long, everybody. Have a nice day and have a great summer. Thank you very much.